Introducing Buckets and Beyond, your friend in the neighborhood, Mavs Podcast. We're not talking about the Mavs today, though. We're talking about Book of Boba Fett. We're going to do our season review pod. We got uh, Andrew the Goon, a.k.a. Star Wars Guru, in the building. Good to be here. Good to be here. We got, we got Ludwig in the studio. Got Ludwig, Ludwig vibes coming from the Immaculate Vibes Studio with your boy Jay Bonnie. We out here, we out here. Maybe this should just be the pod. Maybe this just could be the episode. Like we're just, just, just vibing. Hey, just, um, just, just vibing. Vibing to our favorite, to our favorite tribal. Uh, tunes the tribal vibes tribal yeah. vibes are strong with this yeah with this show the tribe is strong you can't get anywhere without a tribe according to our king uh boba fett um <laughs> yeah excited to get into it i know ben you and i talked uh, almost like a month ago about the first four episodes i think okay. uh the first three episodes of of boba and we um were kind of curious kind of unsure of where we were headed we kind of had an idea for like where the final conflict was going um and then through episode four five six and seven we kind of got there and we kind of went way off track from i think where we were expecting to go um as everyone who has spoiler alerts, obviously for this whole for the whole rest of this pod, as we talk about spoiler the last... alert, yeah, you are yeah. listening to a pod where we're spoiling Book of Boba Fett. Heads up, we um, make a, a drop maybe for that. Uh, we really had uh, Oops. Oops. four and seven episodes, four and seven, very clear cut like episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Five and six. We go off the beaten path and we rejoin uh, uh, Din Djarin, our favorite, uh, Pedro Pascal, our favorite uh, Mandalorian from Another Mother. Um, yeah, I, I guess, Ben, you were kind of, I want to start with you. You were a little down on the series when we were talking after the first three episodes, a little disappointed in, in some of the action set pieces or just like the, the story itself where we were going. And we kind of got a little bit. We got off Tatooine, that's for sure. Um, we got we got away from the Boba Fett story. Uh, was the second half of the season? Did it redeem anything for you? Was it was it still kind of like uh, I don't know? I'm not sure. Uh, did it did it reach kind of the high points that you that you were hoping for? I guess just general thoughts. I um, I think I was kind of. We, we kind of uh, talked about our last time we talked, it was right before episode four and episode four is when they kind of uh, introduced the idea of Mando coming back. So when we last recorded, we didn't think Mando was necessarily going to be a part of it. I thought the rest of the season was just going to be Boba figuring out on like on his own, maybe with the people on. Um, on Tatooine, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, <laughs> I can't say I'm like disappointed because I kind of got 
two great episodes with Mandalorian. I was, you know, with all the um, cameos that happened with Luke and Ahsoka and um, just Grogu. And then all like the Mandalorian lore that happened in episode, I think, uh, five. Episode five, yeah. Yeah, talk and you know, the fight scenes and like when Mando was like cutting through all those guys in that meat parlor. Like that's kind of the action I felt like I was missing from from Boba Fett in general. So I, I really like those two episodes. Um, and the finale, like I did their best to like tie a bow on it. Um, but uh, tie a I don't know. I just felt I fe- on it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like there, there was a lot of work uh, for me to kind of uh, get more connected to Boba Fett. And I felt like I wasn't yeah. a huge fan of the whole uh, um, tomb. I almost said tomb Raider uh, Tuscan Raider. I wasn't a whole fan of that flashback sequence. I felt like they spent too much time with, uh, with them. And, um, and the time that we got after that, there wasn't just, a, there still wasn't a whole lot with Boba. So I, that's kind of, yeah. I was, that's interesting. I was, that's the best, that was the best part of the season to me was, was the same. The, I'm with you, yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. What I did you think the Mandalorian about episodes? And then of course, episode two, like, completely uh, it was downhill after episode two to be honest for me i think it was still solid i think they tied it up good and you know i think they tied it up pretty well but but yeah like you really don't have this story without that that um him dealing with the tuscan raiders and being abducted by him and then you know becoming one of them and then becoming a leader of them and like helping them out and all that you know yeah i I think that was probably like maybe the strongest arc I was a little annoyed that there was two Mandalorian episodes. You're going to have a stingy seven episode season. And then it's going to, and then like, as we're, as we're heading towards the climax, we're going to have just Mandalorian and yeah. Luke, like, like, let's make it a Boba Fett show. If we're really going to do it. You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's how I felt about it. Jay, you, you were speaking my language. Cause, cause it's kind of like, and I feel bad because the two episodes of, of Mandalorian, I was joking with friends that like, are you ready for the new episode of Mandalorian tonight? <laughs> like, are you ready? It's like, we're going to watch, I can't wait for the next episode of the Mandalorian because episodes five and six were essentially like Din Djarin stories or continuations of like his story. And like, that's all great. Like we love Din Djarin's character. We love, Gro- like we love that story, but this is the book of Boba Fett. I had, I had grown a more attached to to Boba as a character, to Finnick, to that story of the Tuscans, the people of Tatooine, all that stuff. And I feel like we could have spent more time with that. We could have, I was still hoping that like the Tuscans might show up in the climax or we might get like a fully like unified, like we've got the people of Freetown, we've got the Tuscans, we've got Boba and his Mandalorian buddy and Finnick and like everybody kind of like unites around and, and kicks the pikes off of Tatooine yeah um but yeah it was I I definitely felt like I think episode three was like the train heist or no it was episode three episode two or three was the train heist was the train heist was the peak for me we talked about it last time like I'm a sucker for a train heist um Oh no! Two is a train heist. Three, three okay. was the, uh, the the gay Power Rangers. Uh, okay, the Power Rangers <laughs> scooter uh, bike gang. Bike, yeah, the bike hover bikes, <laughs> the hover rounds, um, <laughs> and yeah, and then four, episode four, we finally get to see maybe a little bit Boba's like motivations come into, and I mentioned at the top of the hour, like he he mentions to Fennec, like I learned from the Tuscans, I can't get anywhere without a tribe, 
Like no one, like no man is an island. Like I need people. I need, I need family or I need compatriots. Like we're going to work together and like try and build something, but not as like this lone gunman, lone bounty hunter sort of deal. And I felt like that was really strong. Um, That was a really strong direction to go in of like, oh yeah, this bounty hunter who's like lived alone, worked alone for so long has grown and realized that like no i want to i want to do something better i want to do something different um similar kind of to din Djarin, who like this lone bounty hunter throughout and then he like picks up this kid this baby or not technically a baby this kid and is like oh shoot like i guess i'm a dad now i guess like i guess no more bounty hunt no me no more killing for me i guess like i've 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 got to be a father now and like his whole life trajectory changes um and so I feel like those were strong aspects of the first half. And we kind of, I feel like we kind of abandoned them or we kind of just half, half-assed half it a little bit. Like if that's, if that's the story we're going to go with, let's, let's like stick with it and like punch it home. And I feel like there wasn't enough faith in either Boba and Tamara Morrison and Finnick Chan and like those characters, there wasn't enough faith put in them to like carry their own story. Um, I've seen some people theorize that like this is this is part of like you know Star Wars and Disney like MCUifying their their product and just you know everything is going to cross over with everything. Um, anyways, I'll stop. I'll stop ranting and raving. Those ben, are all good was, points. Yeah. Ben Jay, was there a aspect of since we're talking about the second half? Was there was there a character return? Because we got several characters popping back up was there a character return in those last few episodes that had you the most hyped um or the most impressed or the most excited you know use whatever modifier you want um i was hyped i don't i don't even know if most star wars fans caught this or if y'all caught this i was hyped by the thundercat cameo the in episode four he's the black guy with the dreads i think he was like i, I was honestly like kinda, that with the mods <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was helping out with the mods, right? He's like maybe the most famous bassist in the world. Like he was in a he was in a band called Suicidal Tendencies, and he's released like a few like highly acclaimed, um, like I don't know, like neo soul, like kind of experiment, like jazzy kind of experimental records. And and his his bass playing was in the soundtrack. Like that, that's like my ears perked up because I was like, oh, like that's Thundercat music. Okay. And then you look on the screen, and it's like, is that Thundercat? And and like this apparently this is yeah. his acting debut. So I mean, as a Thundercat fan, as a bassist myself, like that blew my mind. Like that was ah, probably nice. the, literally the most exciting thing for me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. So shout out to Thundercat, uh, Star Wars fans. Check out check out Thundercat. But um, but also uh, I th- I think Luke having Luke in there. As much as I was annoyed by you know like all the the side quests that were going on with with old rehashed characters that we've already been excited by and and more thrilled by than we have been Boba so far. I thought Luke was a nice um, seeing him interact with Grogu was really cool to me because mm-hmm. it's different than how it's he's a lot different than Din Djarin is, you know, and, and you saw you just saw some nice contrast there. You know, you you um you saw Grogu in a different environment and and you see how Luke is just a different guy than these other. He's from a different world than than uh, Boba and Din, in a Din Djarin are you know so and he, he's from a whole nother trilogy like his movies are 
50, 40, like they're damn 40 years old almost by now, more than that. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I think seeing that old world come back and, and having it contrast with the new one was kind of refreshing. But um, overall, I wasn't okay. like super, super turned over that, though, because, I mean, we saw we already got the hype Luke return in in uh, Mandalorian and really the Mandalorian I, I'm gonna I'm just say it bro the Mandalorian shit's on this all right <laughs> like they should have done Boba Fett first because the Mandalorian is so hard it's just yeah. baby Yoda is so iconic and so powerful that like you can't you can't top that you know so like nothing they're gonna do with that is gonna top what we've already seen you know yeah it feels like it feels like you're given this like big old steak and then it's like, okay, here's here's a baked potato. And like baked yeah. potatoes are great. Like potatoes are awesome. It's not a steak though. Like it's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. here's 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 some mac and cheese and like uh and I, some sides. Ben, what was when, what was your most it, hype? Yeah. Go ahead. I wonder when they were planning this out, if they kind of like had an original vision where it was just boba all the way through, and they're just like, oh man, but Mando and, and Grogu they're bringing the green in for us i don't know if yeah. we could do a season of star wars without man, man, man Grogu. I'm, yeah. I'm worried it was like that I, you know like, it kind I, of feels a, like that i have a feeling that that that's kind of the the hand boba was dealt I, yeah i think um i think luke was was interesting for sure um i think that obviously the um visual effects for his face were have, were infinitely better this time um, I, I personally love Ahsoka seeing, seeing her again. I feel I have a, a, like a stronger connection to Ahsoka after watching the clone wars than I do to, to Luke in a way. Um, especially cause I know what Luke is going to end up doing later down the line. Um, so it was cool to see Ahsoka there and, and just as like a, um, like a training, like assistant or something uh, for Grogu. So I, I'm excited for what they do with her show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's interesting. Gosh, one of you guys said something really great on our pond. Um, for me, I think returning back to Tatooine and seeing Cobb Vance again, and then seeing him immediately get shot by uh, Cad Bane, who Jay, know, is a is a returning character. It used to be in from animated shows. Um, this oh, is the okay. first time appearing in live action. Um, that was probably the most hype moment for me. One, because I love Timothy Oliphant, and it was kind of like, oh, great. We're like still in this story of like this very Western kind of got back to the like, this is a Western show. Like this is a, this is a Western story, but it happens yeah. to be lasers and, and spaceships. Um, and we see that, that gun battle, um, that was probably the moment that got me the most hyped or the most most hyped for like a returning or a kind of new character but kind of returning character um yeah, if his i can design is so fresh his design is so unique you know like and i for, i've not seen the animated shows but I, I was i was also like stricken by his appearance by his you know introduction and yeah. i like i like that they kind of framed it as a Oh, this is a reformed country town now. Like, like you know, it's like like they sort of set you up for that western, you know, that that western uh, well, showdown. While we're still on Cad Bane, in the finale, him and Boba have like a shootout for a second, and then they kind of get into like a hand to hand combat. 
It looks like Cad Bane is about to shoot Boba and end As his life. Dead to rights. And then uh, he uses his uh, his gaffy stick, with his Tuscan, gaffy stick, with and weapon. just kind of you know. Apparently, he, he stabs him with it. Are you okay with him like dying like an episode after introduction? I I feel like they could, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Really? Yeah. He was so cool. Yeah, I, I'm with yeah. Ben here. Like, I think they instead of having we could have like sacrificed some Mando, and and had more Freetown. Have I feel like Freetown was like just a you know like we could have had a little bit more build up of that, a little bit more CAD. Yeah. You know, it is it is disappointing in a way, but I also think one a lot of times people aren't really dead in star Wars. Um, like the emperor dies at the end of episode six, spoiler alert, he comes back in episode nine. Like there's infinite numbers of ways. Uh, Timothy Oliphant Cobb Vant is dead for a period, but we find yeah, out. He's hanging the, out with Thundercat in the, in the, yeah. the tank or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets to link up with Thundercat <laughs> for some mods. Um, I'm still hoping that Garza Whip. Uh, the baddest baddie in the outer rim uh, <laughs> somehow survived the bombing of the sanctuary. Her tails uh, protected her. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all see? I <laughs> there were two. There were two groups of Star Wars fans. There were people asking, "Is Max Rebo the like the the blue yeah, keyboarder. elephant keyboardist dude?" And they're like, "Is Max Rebo okay? Is he safe?" And then there was the other half, the hornier half, that was like. <laughs> Is Garza Flip okay? Is she is she safe? Is she all right? And I think not. I think she's gone. Um, but to I mean, end- if she survived, he's gonna be so scarred. I would think, right? Like, yeah, I was more disappointed that like, well, I mean, there are a lot of interesting characters that die way too soon sometimes in Star Wars. Like Boba Fett dies technically in in Return in Return of the Jedi, sort of. Um, right. Led to believe, and it's been right. forty years before he comes back. Um, so, but I do think, from a story perspective, Boba and Cad have had this kind of this rivalry of sorts, and I think it makes sense, even if Cad Bane somehow survives or comes back, whatever. There's been a culmination to Boba's story and the the ending of Cad's story of like. Cad Bane is an old man, an old gunslinger, and he even tells Boba, like, you're a fool, you've gone soft, like, you don't know how to live, and Boba is like, no, I've, I've like, finally learned what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to live, and it's in, in partnership with other people, trying to help other people, and he uses the weapon of, like, his tribe of the Tuscans to defeat Cad, and it's kind of like, Boba has grown, and Cad Bane has stayed the same for like 40 straight years. He's been this, he has the big hat, he has the big cowboy hat, he has the two guns, he, and he's just, he's badass, but he does not grow. He does not change. He he stays the same, and Boba has learned something new, and that results in his ability to like, to defeat him. Um, we've seen it before in other meetings where like, Obi-Wan learns, and that's, I mean, learning and growing I think was a big aspect to um, like the culminate the message of the season of like, you know, you can't stay rooted in the same all the time. Like you have to grow beyond some things. Um, I'm curious. I just thought of this uh, at the end of episode six, we we've seen, we've revisited Luke and Grogu um, and we see his, his 
newish temple or the the start of his Jedi training and, and temple and everything. But Grogu is kind of split and he's presented with a choice between the Mandalorian armor and Yoda's lightsaber. You know, do you choose the path of the Jedi or you choose the path of the Mandalorian? We know at the end, like, Grogu chooses Din Djarin, like, easy decision, I think, given the characters, like, but I'm curious if you guys were presented with those two options, do you want to be a Mandalorian? Do you want to be a Jedi? Like, which, which path are you taking? That's a tough uh, one. I think there's, with a Mandalorian, there's technically less rules. I just got to keep my helmet on. Like, that's kind of the extent of the rules. And I have to, you know, help the clan or whatever. Um, I feel like Grogu definitely, like, had a feeling. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like something's about to go down here. I don't want to be here when it happens. Uh, I, I appreciated training with you, Luke. I got to see the new facility you're building, but uh, I'm going to take my talents to uh, Mandalore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I got that vibe from too. And like, really, Grogu's been through so much with, with Mandalorian, man. Like, and training with Luke was cool, but like, you saw he, you saw he was kind of like a little bit ambivalent towards the, 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 you know, the training ball. You know, he's kind of like, uh, like, he wasn't like as, enthusiastic about it it seemed you know and, and it's because he's been through so much badass shit with with Din Djarin you know so like I, I would probably pick the Jedi only because that's like the, the Zen that's like I feel like it's like you know if you're a, if you're a Mandalorian if you're a bounty hunter you're like a heathen you know you're, you're out here like catching bodies for a bag you know like you're getting you're getting like credits and you you know you're worried about credits you're hanging out with all these scummy people people trying to stab you in the back I guess Jedi's deal with that too, but like, but you know, like the force, you know, it's like, it's almost like, I don't know. It's like, you, you, you don't, you know, you don't mess with any women. You just like stay, <laughs> stay true to yourself. It's like, it's like, like being a monk, you know, you, you give up everything yeah. and you just, I think that's the, that's the, like the, the true path. I'd probably, it would be very tempting though, to just be, just be a, out, yeah. just be out there. Yeah. I'd say out of the two choices, the lightsaber is definitely cooler than a chain mail shirt. That's true. Not even close. Very true. Yeah, but yeah. symbolically, um, but... like, let's say you can become a full-fledged Mandalorian and you have your own Beskar armor, versus like you become a full-fledged Jedi and you have your robes and a and a lightsaber. Like that is that is really the choice here because. What's your choice then? Um, I think I go. I think I, me personality wise, I think I lean Jedi. Okay. I'm far more the the sort of like pacifism, you know protecting people the light side like that appeals to me the zen aspect to it appeals to me um i'm not so down with luke kind of harps on and i think this is something that like no personal attachments yeah no personal attachments and i think the story of the movies is kind of like personal attack like personal attachments is not the problem it's when those attachments become something that you can't let go of like or when they become an obsession like and i'm and i think there was a little bit of a worrier comments from people going like oh is luke and we see it in last jedi and in the sequel like is luke kind of repeating some of the mistakes we've seen of the past of having this very like know this only that like very black and white no personal like you either um and the same goes for kind of like the Mandalorian creed. We see Mando in episode five 
he breaks away from the armorer and her clan because they're like, did you keep your helmet on? Oh, you're not a true Mandalorian. Get out. Which I'm kind of like, yeah, Mando, go ahead. Get out. Like, you've got the dark saber. <laughs> These fools, Save there's like, them. there's two of them left. There's two of them. They're chilling in like their sad little space basement. And like they're haters. They're haters. Yeah, they're haters. They're haters. They're you losers. can't afford to kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> they're, staffed. they're losers. Yeah, they like... And they're trying to pretend that they're the only true Mandalorians. Okay. Okay, fam. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> like, if I got to be a Mandalorian and I got to, like, my clan was Boba and Din Djarin, like, I might choose Mandalorian. But if I have to be a Mandalorian with, like, the armor and the, pre- <laughs> the Vizlas and, like, so, like, I think we got to see Din Djarin finally realize, oh, man, like, some Mandalorians are, are just assholes. Like, and that's a lot of, a lot of the time. <laughs> like, so many Mandalorians, it's just like, God, you guys like kind of suck. You have sick armor. You guys are badass, but like, you guys suck. You guys are so mean. Like, yeah, the armor's you... a bitch. She's a whole yeah. bitch. Like, like she's yeah. just dismissive. You know, like he he arrives and he doesn't. She don't even turn around. She just addresses him without even looking at him. Like, like I don't know that. So I would be what... annoyed if I was Din Djarin, I'd be like, look, I got the dark saber. I got, I have baby Yoda. Y'all, I got, this kid's gonna live forever and he's got way more, he could use the force. I have a kid that could, I adopted a child that could use the force and we got like <laughs> our whole religion being depleted. I'm, I'm Jesus now. Like, like, like I, I'm, I'm taking over the, and changing the whole game. All right. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's okay if I took my helmet off for a mission. It's okay. We could, we could take that page out of the book. You know, because I got the dark saber now, and I got the and I got the magic kids. So like, well, like I'm to, running to it that now. point. How do you think this is going to go down, right? Because you get the dark saber, and there's a prophecy that goes with it. The last um, about, about the first Mandalorian, the Vizsla, that was both the Jedi and the Mandalorian, and he, you know, wielded it. And you know, who, I think whoever wields it, if they're the right person, then like mandalore prospers if they're not then it's very much doomed. it's very much like an arthur like king arthur excalibur type yeah. deal of like whoever wields it honorably or whoever wins it is the rightful ruler of mandalore um whoever maybe steals it or takes it in the wrong way yeah calamity follows and we see we get we get to see some of that in episode five I'm curious, but Ben. Do, do you, you have do you have thoughts about like where it's headed? I I am kind of because uh, the the original prophecy has like the the Jedi who is the Mandalorian, but do we? I wonder if I don't know if uh, Din Djarin has the Force. The people have theorized that he might because he kind of gets out of like certain situations that the Force might help him with. Um, but I wonder if it's like a, a uh, because Yoda or or Grogu clearly has the force and he's, he's kind of hanging out with, with Din Djarin, maybe like them together can maybe uh, save Mandalore in a different way than the prophecy uh, predicted. Um, but, he, you know, I think to wield it, he's going to have to have some sort of force. I'm not sure. That's uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've he's not seen- very crafty with the sword. You know, like Jedi's are complete, just badass. They're fluent with that thing, like whipping it around. I think they've made an effort to make it look like he's not super comfortable. You know, he's not super ready for it. Talking about how heavy it was, it it even looked heavy how they choreographed it. What I don't want to happen is I don't want like season three, Grogu has like a five foot 
growth spurt. And then all of a sudden he's wielding the dark saber and he's the Mandalorian with that's a Jedi. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't um, think we'll see that necessarily. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I didn't catch that at first. Like we see that they build up the lore of like, it keeps getting heavier. It's heavy. Like I can't like, it's so hard to wield it. And it kind of comes from the armor explains like, it's, it's not like a physical heaviness. It's like, you are mentally not like, where you're supposed to be and the sword picks up on that it recognized yeah. this that you were that you were uncertain you were unsure of who you're supposed to be and you and you still are kind of maybe re, you're resisting the sword you're resisting like and it kind of reflects like Din Djarin is is kind of like I kind of want to be a dad to baby Bro, like Brogu like I don't want to be here with you losers um yeah. it's kind of like that to pull and pull of like do I want to be with these Mandalorians or do I want to do my own thing with Grogu. I do like the idea, Ben, of eventually, and this is something I think that was a little teased, but like we have the Ahsoka show. We have, we have, I don't think we're going to get the Rangers of the New Republic show. I think that's been kind of shelved or put to the side because of Gina Carano and everything. But we have these multiple shows coming out. I think we are eventually going to get to a place of like a major crossover event that is like defeating the empire in some way, saving Mandalore in some way. And I do think you, I think you've hit it on the nail of like Grogu and Mando, but also potentially like Mando and Grogu and Ahsoka, the new Republic, like all of these forces, all of these people, like, He's had these run-in with these X-wing pilots or these these New Republic like soldiers. Like he has these run-ins with Boba Fett and all these Mandalorians and and Bo-Katan. And I think we're slowly building towards a place of like getting to a point where, all right, rally the troops. We're gonna go like retake Mandalore, or we're gonna we're gonna retake the homeland, or we're gonna. I think we're I think we're heading to a place of that like. Mandalorians and Jedi or Mandalorians in the fort like together working together towards like the future of Mandalore uh, and I think that's that's a really exciting part of of the stories and the threads that have been built up um, is the idea that we could see um, not just like the super zealot like Mandalorian side of things but like no 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 like there's a different way there's a way to unify everybody um yeah, it seems like they don't want to be unified unless it's their way. I, what I don't want to happen is, um, a, I I don't want a rehash of what happened with Boba Fett, where he's like a bounty hunter who decided to like be a you know like essentially a, a sheriff of a town or whatever, right? I don't want them to do a rehash of like, okay, like I used to be a bounty hunter, I'm Mando, now I'm going to be the leader of. Man, I don't think he cares enough for King that. King of Mandalore, yeah, King of Mandalore, but I like I don't think he would enjoy that necessarily. So. Um, and I don't think they'd appreciate him either. Um, but with uh, the that episode with Ahsoka in Mandalorian season two, it hinted at Admiral Thrawn. I think that's going to be like the Thanos level guy that brings together the Ahsoka yeah. cast and then the Mandalorian the cast, maybe the Boba cast. I think I think that would be really really exciting to see like that throughout the. That's shows. the yeah. That's the big time threat that they have to deal with no that would be really cool 
Um, I think they're setting up Mandalorian to be Obi Wan. I think I think we're gonna lose him. I mean, with with Yoda, with Baby Yoda, Grogu, you're sitting on like. I obviously just the memes and everything, like how he just became an icon instantly. Got a bunch of people who don't even like Star Wars to like start paying attention to Star Wars and to keep up with the story and everything. Like, and with the prophecy you're talking about him being the Jedi and a Mandalore, da 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 da. Him choosing to not be a Jedi and to to become a Mandalorian. It he he's the goat, you know. Like Baby Yoda's the goat, so I, maybe we won't get a teenage Yoda show. Hopefully we get like a little baby Yoda who's like just zipping around. Every- like I would be cool with that if he's just zipping around everywhere, like with this with the sword or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like we're almost headed towards Mandalorian being an Obi Wan to um, to Grogu. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I feel like we're gonna lose him tragically Master before before he really uh you know can can be whatever like the sheriff you know. I yeah, think Boba Fett's thing. story is the is the like the the sh- is the old man. I actually really love thematically. I love that. Like I love how they casted like literally an older guy. Like the actor's like sixty years old. Yeah, I like, yeah, like they Timber casted Morrison. him, and it's about like it's about you know kind of you know letting letting go of the past and and you know learning from learning from a you know learning from what happened to you and you know settling down, chilling out. Yeah. Well, yeah, we also me... saw some of in that last episode. I think some of the stronger moments are when Boba and and Din are kind of talking, and they both they both have this kind of heart to heart of like, look, like I'm with you to the end of the line. Like, if you fall, I fall. Like, I'm sticking this out. And that kind of that that loyalty, that brotherhood, that like, look, we're in this together. Like, I'm not. I think that that is a really strong aspect of like the Mandalorian ethos of like we stick it out no matter what and then the like the less the less necessary part is like keep your helmet on like don't do don't do anything you know talk to like non-mandalorian like all these like super like zealot things versus like no just be like just be cool and like loyal to your friends and like fight for fight for what's right like that's the message here uh ben you 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 had a thought oh um Another thing to look like going forward to consider is Grogu obviously has the force and he's not getting any Jedi training for it. So, you know, what does that look like with a young force user who's impressionable? He's around that, that like, is like what I guess what I'm trying to say is like, we don't really see a lot of that in star Wars. Usually this force users are being trained by Jedis. They, they are given boundaries. Um, so there might be like ebbs and flows with how his, his force is handled. Cause it, I don't know. That's something to look out for. I honestly, another thing I was going to say was when Grogu originally left to go be with Luke at the end of season two, I was kind of like, in a way I was like, okay, good. I want to see what Mando can do without Grogu for a while. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And it, it only took like, Four, four episodes, episodes of Star Wars yeah. to bring him back. I was kind of we, we saw like that one episode where he didn't have him, but then um yeah, that was kind of a letdown. But I whatever. Yeah, we'll, could we'll, we could we have <laughs> gone a full season of just like Tinjarin trying to figure things out on his own? This it that's another that's another reason that I am a little 
annoyed or disappointed that we went back to Mando so quickly because I feel like we could have saved those Mandalorian episodes for season three of Mandalorian and we could have seen him we could have still seen him help out Boba like go back to Cobb Banth do all of those things within the Boba Fett story but the aspect of like you know, talking to the armor, trying to figure out the dark saber, going back to Luke. Those are all like so part of his story. And I wish we had had more time or more time had passed to make the weightiness of like missing Grogu, make it feel like, oh yeah, it's been like months or years before we get to see him. And it's really like, it's really like you sent your kid off to like summer camp or sleepaway camp. <laughs> And and they they call you the second night and it's like it's like Dad I'm scared like I don't want to I don't want to be here anymore. This weird man's making me do drills. I don't want this, to. This weird this weird man has a droid that keeps shooting at me. This weird CGI man keeps shooting lasers at me and picking me they, up with a force and making me relive trauma. Uh, they really could have gone through Boba Fett's whole arc and they could have hit all the same themes. They and they could have strengthened his plot without any Mandalorian stuff. They could yeah. have. You know, like really I I think that one of the biggest punchlines was when we found out uh or one of the biggest punchlines was was um Cav Vanth talking about how um how his village bringing up how his village was destroyed. How the um the Tuscan Raiders village was destroyed. And uh, I, I really, I, I just watched this, but it's hard for me to remember exactly the context of it. But it was it was kind of a punchline. It was like, oh, well, well, yeah, you lost them. You know, you're going to lose, I don't know, you're going to lose, you're going to lose these guys or something, something to that yeah. effect, right? And I think that's, that's what this is. That's what Boba Fett's story is right now. And that has nothing to do with the Mandalorian, really, at the end of the day. Now, yeah, like they, they, they tied it into the plot and everything. They had Grogu save the day. But like, I mean, we, we didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's some common threads. But yeah, the I mean, because Din Djarin loses his family when he's a kid. Boba Fett loses his father when he's a kid. Like they've Din Djarin, like lost the, the Mandalorian culvert. Like, ton, like they both have experienced this like trauma, this diaspora, like the destruction of their home. And, and part of their story is like finding that again like finding home again, maybe it's not your actual home, maybe it's not Camino, maybe it's not, you know, wherever you, you grew up, maybe it's not Mandalore, but like Boba establishing like, no, Tatooine is home, these people are home, like Chrysanthemum, Finnick Shand, like these people are family now, Din Djarin is part of my like brotherhood, part of my family. Like there are those common threads, but I totally get what you mean. And like, we could have just focused on one, like, like again, the Ron Swanson, like whole ass one thing, whole ass one thing um so uh i guess looking towards the future we also uh i don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add about Man about boba mando all that all all the stuff we got to see this season we did also get a poster no trailer yet just a poster and a release date for kenobi obi-wan kenobi yeah the obi-wan kenobi show May 25th, uh, 45 years, the anniversary of the original release of Star Wars A New Hope. May 25th, mark your calendars. Um, Jay, I'm curious, you mentioned Obi-Wan Kenobi earlier as like 
you think Din Djarin's kind of going to be that Kenobi character for Grogu. Uh, are you excited at all for the Kenobi show? Like, what are your thoughts or maybe hopes? Um, Not really, man. I feel like Obi-Wan is, is, I almost want to call him a weak character, but that's not fair. And it's, I don't think it's true. I, I think, I think he's such a powerful archetype. <laughs> But he's but he's so textbook fits that archetype, like, like the um you know like the 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 wise guy that that teaches you know that that teaches the apprentice but but he leaves too soon, you know um, and I don't like the I don't like the I don't like episode two, uh, you know, honestly like I kind of I don't even really recall how much of Obi Wan's character um, developed in that episode. I, I guess maybe he had some. Was 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 could we sum up the the prequel trilogy as like Obi Wan was not ready to be the the uh, the wise master, but then when he got to Luke, he actually like capitalized on that and and was able to defeat his previous failure, correct his trauma. Because that's kind of how I interpret it. But I haven't seen these. I really haven't, I haven't seen the trilogy. I haven't seen like all the movies in like seven years. Yeah. So, but but that's kind of how I interpret it, and I feel like all six of those movies are like obi-wan movies sort of because yeah because it's basically yeah like you 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 failed with anakin you you know like that situation could have been handled better and now you got this you, you know you got this monster you got darth vader whatever whatever and then you know you stumble upon luke and that and luke like makes everything right and and of course he dies before all that happens but but he was able to like you know he, he showed up as a ghost you know, he was able to like you know make that make things right that way so i feel like we've already gotten his story in a way yeah and 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 that covers a large part of his life too he was an old man in episode four and and he was i mean i'm not gonna call him young but he was you know he was at the at his at the height of his jedi career probably like um when he was uh you know in the yeah, episodes he- one two three right yeah, so, he was entering his prime in those in those episodes. Right, uh, right. So I feel like we um, kind of saw a lot of Obi Wan. Right, we saw a lot of growth with Obi Wan, and we've seen him like we've seen a beginning. We've seen three acts play out with him already. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a little more excited with where they're going as far as like expanding what they're building with these more recent shows because I feel like when you when you do give um when you do give Grogu the decision Jedi or Mandalorian. I feel like you're drafting like when that scene you drafted Michael Jordan. Like <laughs> with that you could do anything. You could go all types of directions uh with the with the characters that they've brought up here. So I mean, I'm a little bit eh, I'll watch it. I'll probably enjoy it a lot. Um I, I've been a little bit underwhelmed with a, with a lot of Star Wars stuff like on announcement, but as I consume it it's like okay, like like I see what they're I see what they're building here, and it's mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty epic. So I'm sure yeah. I'll get into it. But what what's so I, like it, when does it cover? Like does it cover his youth or whatever? So it's going to be in between episodes three and four. So this is the one oh. like the op- the one part of his story we haven't officially not quite seen. not quite an old man, but no longer like the young blood. Um, I'm I'm really excited because honestly, that's when I got into Star Wars. He was he's always been my favorite Jedi. Um, I think he's a lot of people's favorite Jedi, uh, because all the other ones either are dead or, um, fell to the dark side. So like, yeah. 
he's kind of the one that like survived uh, order 66 and just his, his, a fun, he's a fun character to watch, especially like through the clone wars. Um, and if you look at the cast, the cast is, I would argue like stacked more than any other show star Wars has put out. Um, they're ringing Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. Um, they've got, um, Oh my goodness. I just had it. They have Kamal Ninjani who I love. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, they've got, um, ice cube son. I forget his name. I'm sorry. O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson yeah. jr. Um, they've got the dude from, uh, fast and furious fast and or furious. Tokyo drift. Sun Kang. Yeah. Okay. Sun Kang. I've got um, IMDb open right now. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and I think like that is, I don't know. I've, I've always loved Obi-Wan and I, I'm really curious on how they, uh, they put it all together and what, and, and cause he's basically going to be defending Luke, but what, I feel like there's, there's gotta be more to it than that and how he, and you know, yeah, we'll get a trailer. We might get a trailer Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So. I think I've seen some people theorizing that. Yeah. Trailer drops Super Bowl Sunday. Um, yeah. I think Jay, your, your reading of like Obi-Wan story is pretty spot on um his his the first three movies is kind of whether you whether it's fair or not the first three movies are kind of it's kind of a story of his failure or his failure to his apprentice or his apprentice falling to the dark side uh and him not being ready him not being him being a great friend and a great brother to anakin but not necessarily and it's also a failure of like the jedi as jedi as a whole like obi-wan is great but the Jedi order itself can't, you know, save Anakin, um, or prevent what happens. Um, so, so I'm interested to see like this, this version of Obi-Wan is no longer like the mighty warrior. He's no longer like the Jedi master extraordinaire. He's kind of a, he's a hermit and he's like, his main job is protect this kid out in the desert, protect this kid and keep this kid secret. And so I'm interested to see how they play with that because they've built it up as kind of like this rollicking like adventure movie or movie or series. Um, but a, another aspect of it is like, you have to keep this kid secret. You have to keep this kid safe. Um, and that doesn't exactly lend itself to like, I'm pulling out my lightsaber. I'm cutting off people's arms immediately. Um, which we know Obi-Wan likes to do. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, but I'm with you Ben too of like, Obi-Wan is one of my favorite characters and you're right Jay that we've seen a ton of his story but he's always been the side character he has always been the supporting character he's always been like Anakin was the main character Luke was the main character he's always been the mentor he's always been like adjacent to the main story yeah. and I and I'm hopeful that like we find this this show is going to be our chance to see see his story from his perspective with him centered in it um you know dealing with kind of similar again it rhymes star wars is, is like poetry it rhymes again dealing with similar to like boba or den or whatever is like deal with your trauma deal with your failure grow beyond it like grow above it like learn from it and um so i'm i'm, I'm interested to see the, those aspects of the story and you and mcgregor is obviously great um uh so not we're gonna get a lightsaber battle i think that this is the first uh star wars 
like show about a Jedi specifically. Everything else yeah. has just been about Mando or Boba. Yeah, there's been a lot of so, theories that he might run into some Inquisitors um, who are like dark Jedi, like hunters um, who are like hunting down the last of the Jedi. I think that would be really cool. Obviously, Hayden is back, and we're not sure if we're going to get a, con- a real heads-up confrontation between the both of them. They got or- to. Or if, it's, or if it's going to be, hard. yeah. be hard. Yeah. Um, it'll be, I it'll think, be like, really interesting to see. The the first time we see Obi-Wan, he takes on uh, Darth Vader, and they're kind of both kind of old, kind of don't have the kind of like a slow, you know, swing. They're not as stylized yeah, as the they 70s, are in episodes yeah. three when it's like, you know, yeah. doing all this cool stuff. So I, I'm, I'm really curious if they bring some of that style back and, and, clash one more yeah time. yeah it'll be exciting stuff hopefully there's a higher ground uh <laughs> reference i was i was got really you with the higher ground again <laughs> dang it yeah yeah we'll have to i'll have to have mavdo uh back on for for that one what we'll, we'll, we'll have to maybe go episode by episode and have maybe mavdo yeah. on one of those well once once our trailer drops we gotta we gotta link back up uh, a reaction to do talk. to do a trailer to do a trailer breakdown. We're gonna go frame by frame. Just, uh, I don't know if it's during the Super Bowl, I'll, that'll be harder to do. Getting but. out, getting out the magnifying glass. Like we're uh, we're hyped. So we'll, we'll be yeah. giving you more Star Wars content for sure. Um, and we we want to do more beyond content. This is more. Uh, we were just really excited to to do the book of Boba Fett, and um, yeah, just be on the lookout. We'll keep you guys posted. Um, thank you again for checking out the pod and listening. Uh, you can find us at um, Buckets and Beyond on Instagram and then Buckets Beyond on Twitter. Please uh, give us a, a review and kind of let us know how we're doing. Um, but we thank you all for listening. We're out of yeah. here. Adios. Max Rebo lives. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Max Rebo Has- lives. <laughs>